Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, it's Friday. We got that going for us. Hope your Friday is going well. <laughs> I feel I feel bad for these 18-wheel uh, truck drivers, the, uh, the long-haul truckers. With these winds, I, I don't know how you keep a, a big rig on the road when when the winds are gusting to 60 miles an hour right now. So uh, take it easy out there. The winds will ease up as the night goes on. Talked to a friend up in uh, Niswa earlier today who said it was whiteout conditions. Parts at 371 closed up in the Brainerd Lakes area. At least uh, 20 or 30 cars involved in a pileup on 371. So it's a mess. Never suggest to a Minnesotan that they shouldn't drive. It's your God-given right. Go for it. But if you can maybe hold off the next few hours, you'll thank yourself. So COVID, the second leading cause of death nationwide last month. Right behind heart disease, but just ahead of cancer. So it was heart disease number one, then COVID, then cancer. Over the course of the pandemic, COVID has frequently ranked among the top three leading causes of death in the U.S. Uh, By the way, COVID has killed nearly 12,000 Minnesotans in the last two years. When people say, yeah, it's just a flu, it's no big deal, the media's making too big a deal of this, You might think different if you were one of the nearly 12,000 families that was impacted by a loved one uh, passing away prematurely. They would still probably be here had it not been for COVID. And uh, we've been getting a lot of questions uh, for Dr. Greg Poland from the Mayo Clinic about what pregnant moms should do. Turns out that when moms get vaccinated during their pregnancy, Their babies, their unborn babies, get protection, too. It does appear to help protect babies after they're born. New research published by the CDC. Babies whose moms received two shots of either Pfizer or Moderna during their pregnancy had a 61% lower risk of being hospitalized with COVID in their first six weeks. I'm sorry, first six months of life, according to the CDC study. So keeping an eye on a lot of things, including your reaction to the uh, Kimberly Potter verdict, thank you for your texts, and you can also text what's making you happy. Hopefully there's something out there that's making you moderately happy. DJ, you're happy that it might actually snow next week, right? Is that that's making you happy? 
Uh, yeah, you promised fourteen point two in my I did, yard. Well, I, I didn't Park, use the right? p word. I didn't. <laughs> oh, I didn't say promise. I'm I'm sharing okay. what the computer, the European model, is saying. Well, By I the told way, you, I told my three year old it's going to be as you know up to her waist. So can you make well, that happen? That's it's a little premature. <laughs> See this. This is why we shouldn't share any computer model information until twenty four hours before. But yeah, the European is now going about half a foot in the metro, but twelve to fourteen just north. Saint Cloud, um, Malax, far north metro, getting a lot more. We'll see. I mean, it it could still be a pretty good pile. Uh, meanwhile, back to the Kimberly Potter verdict. We asked for your opinion. Uh, one of our listeners says, while the sentence may initially seem a bit light at face value, I couldn't even begin to imagine spending a week in full solitary confinement, let alone the entire sentence. Given this horrible way of serving her time, if anything, this reduced sentence might actually be too long. Another listener says, I don't think it was a racist act on Kimberly's part. I think it would have happened if he was white as well as under the same circumstances. Another listener says, justice for Mrs. Kim Potter. Another listener says, the Potter verdict, uh, the judge gave an excellent description of why she did what she did and why the sentence was what it is. On the other hand, oh boy, do we have to throw Shaletta under the bus here? Uh, No, please don't. Yeah, okay. Well, I did. you're entitled to your opinion, but I, I, I'm i not going to throw Shaletta under the bus without her here to represent herself and defend herself. I wouldn't like that if she did that to me. If you can get Shaletta on the, on, the, uh, on the phone, we're happy to have that conversation. But anyway, thank you for weighing in. I don't have the answer key. 16 months, you know, with another eight months supervised release at home. She could have gotten 15 years. And I know prosecution, the prosecution, I think, was asking for a little more than seven years. So she got two years. Is that justice? Look, nothing's going to bring Dante right back. Um, Do we all make mistakes? Yeah. This was a big one. This, This was a doozy. Um, that said, I, I can't imagine the split-second decisions that police officers have to make, and they make the correct decisions, 99.99%. When they don't, we hear about it, and often, tragically, a life is cut short, and that's certainly the case with Dante Wright. And so, as you said, DJ, there are no winners here, and... um I you know I I feel for Dante Wright's family, uh, and I, and I feel sadness for for Kim Potter's family too, having to go through this. No winners. Another listener says, "How long has Paul been doing this gig?" <laughs> it's, it's going on five years. Feels like fifty some days. <laughs> Other days, some days are more fun than others. You've been uh, here five years. Five a good years. neighbor. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Five years. Best five years of my life. <laughs> That's not Your what daddy. you said off air. Well, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's hard. Look, uh, TV was interesting, but that was three minutes. 
and basically a glorified PowerPoint presentation standing in front of a chroma key. And as long as I could find Minnesota on a map, I was okay. Three minutes, you're done. Three hours? It's it's uh, harder than it looks. People say, well, you just talk for three hours. How how hard can that be, Paul? I say, well, try it sometime. It's harder than it looks. But the advantage, I get to talk to some amazing people like Mark Seeley, who's been a mentor of mine, somebody I look up to for a long time. And look, a lot of people talking about weather and climate, but when it comes to Minnesota uh, history and providing perspective on what's happening and why, nobody does it better than Mark Seeley. He's up next on CCO. Like this swirling storm You're enjoying this too much. I totally am. I, I, you said we're talking record, about cold weather. I do not pick the music on this show, but maybe as of today, I, I, I will start. <laughs> yeah, frozen indeed. But I, it's not been a historically cold winter. It's just that the trend has been milder winters, and when we get an average winter, it's like, oh, my God, I can't take this. This is too much. Mark Seeley has been tracking weather for a long time. I'm not going to give away how old you are, how young you are, Mark, but welcome back to the show. Good to be with you, Paul. Thank you. Uh, you're not airborne, right? I mean, I know the wind its a little, little breezy out there. Are you okay? Yeah, we're okay out in our neighborhood here, though. I did notice a couple of trash cans were blowing down. Now, oh boy. Uh, that's, oh boy. that takes a pretty strong wind. Yeah, Gust to 60 right now across the metro. And wind has been a, a, a significant part of the equation. Has it been windier this winter than usual? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Our frequencies, um, if we look at 30, well, we, you know, we can pick a threshold. If we look at 30-mile-an-hour wind gusts or we look at 40-mile-an-hour uh, wind gusts, and in all the meso net we have around the state where we measure uh, minute by minute winds um remarkable we've had a frequency that's probably on the order of 2 to 3 times that level of wind maybe even in some cases 4 or 5 times that level of wind wow than we see in a typical winter why is that i mean we've just been closer to the storm track more swings in temperature you know whipping up those winds yeah, I think I think we've had. Uh, I, I think that's partly to do with it. I'm not sure what else I can say about that. We've um, hmm. we we have had a sharp contrast in um, in land cover because we've had the snow. You know, we've had pretty good snow cover across persistent snow cover across the state. But as you go to the southwest, away from our landscape it tends to get more sparse. And uh, I don't know if that's had something to do with it or not, Paul, but, hmm. uh, yeah, we certainly have had our share of high winds this winter, no question about it. Lots and lots of uh, wind chill advisories by the Weather Service. So help me understand this. My, I just did a rough count, I think 24 sub-zero nights so far this winter in the metro which is pretty close to where we usually wind up during an average winter, the latest 30-year data. 24 sub-zero nights, but correct me if I'm wrong, we haven't set any record lows, at least in the metro. Uh, it's been moderately cold, but not really record cold. Am I correct? Yes, you're right. Um, in fact, I checked the whole statewide network uh, on the NOAA website uh, this week, 
We've set uh, in our whole climate network across the state, we've only set four records so far this month, for example. We've set one uh, cold maximum record, which was minus 17 out at Litchfield back on the third of the month. Hmm. And we've set three cold minimum records, including minus 42 at International Falls back on the third of the month. Now, that's nothing compared to last February, which I know you've already talked with listeners about. You know, last February, in the month of February alone, we set 385 daily record cold maximum temperature values, and we set 196 daily record cold minimum temperature values last February. So one year ago, in comparison to this, this February looks rather wimpy. Yeah, it's it, it. Look, every winter is different. I, I, you know that. I know that. Listeners know that. Uh, right. Sometimes you know the weather never repeats, but sometimes it rhymes. And and we got off to such a mild start right through December, and then twenty tornadoes on December fifteenth. Unlike last winter, uh, January this winter w- was was fairly cold, and February has been cold, but not polar vortex cold like last winter. Correct. Yes, absolutely right. Uh, Yeah, we've had so many other Februaries. In fact, since the record-setting February, Paul, the record-warm February of February 1998, we've had exactly eight remarkably warm Februaries and eight remarkably cold Februaries, and the rest kind of in between, right around normal. Hmm. So our excursions, or our variability is the statistical term, our variability in the month of february over the last 30 years or so has been remarkably high yeah yeah all or nothing it seems i'm i'm curious what is your sense when it comes to drought i know much of the state still in moderate drought even a few pockets of severe drought is this going to be an issue uh for farmers come spring planting are we going to have water in our lakes sufficient water in our lakes for boating or does march kind of tell the tale if we get some tournament storms here over the next few weeks then maybe we could be in better shape than last year at this time yeah i i think there is disparity across the state though in the current condition we can always use more moisture and that's true statewide but I think because of the disparity, I think there's a larger need for moisture in the northern third of the state because back during the recharge period when soils get recharged with moisture back last autumn, they were kind of left out a little bit, whereas the southern half, at least the southern half of the state, got a fairly good amount of recharge in the soil. But I think it's the northern part of the state and the farmers in the northern, like Red River Valley area or up in uh, in Roseau County where they grow a, a lot of uh, sunflower flax and grass seed and stuff like that, I think they're certainly hoping for a lot more moisture before we get into April or May. Yeah, fingers crossed. Hey, last quick question. Minnesota is the state with the strongest winter warming signal in the lower 48 states and i just got a look a a glancing look at some new research and predictions from the university of minnesota go gophers uh talking about 
what our winters and summers may look like by the end of the century. And, you know, we won't be around, but our kids and certainly our grandkids are going to be around. And they said right. winters, winters could warm six degrees Celsius, summers four degrees Celsius. Uh, these are much bigger numbers than anything I've seen before. Any any reaction to this new research? Well, I would say that, of course, that's based on climate models, but I right. would say with respect to the winter season, it certainly follows the measured trends of our lifetime, Paul. Our lifetime in Minnesota, uh, you and I go back to the 80s, even back to the 70s. Now, we've seen whole-scale changes in winter temperatures already in portions of Minnesota that are 5 to 7 degrees warmer, and that's just in that small time period. So by the time we get to 2100, holy cow, I'm a believer that it could be more than 10 degrees Fahrenheit warmer, no question. Yeah, which is good and bad. Um, You know, the silver lining, maybe our winters won't be as forbidding as they were back in the 60s and 70s, but it it brings up... All kinds of concerns. Will our flora and fauna be able to keep up? You know, we love our north woods, and um, it's going to be a stressful situation, I think, uh, for the environment and and for our kids. Um, Mark Seeley, thank you for joining us. Uh, Sure appreciate you, and uh, give our best to your amazing family and, and your new grandkids, okay? Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot, Paul. It's always good to talk to you. Thanks, Mark. You hang in there. I always realize how little I know after talking to Mark. It's like <laughs> I think I know something about the weather, and then it's like, whoa, okay, I missed that. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, Mark Seeley is amazing. So, hey, we need a judge. We need a judge to help us judge the weird news which is coming up. Give us a call right now. Be our celebratory judge. At 651-461-9226. You can be a celebrity judge. 651-461-9226. All you have to do is pick my story and you're in. Okay? Call early, call often. 651-461-9226. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas, you've just crossed over into... First rule of Fight Club, bring your parents. Clearing a soiled reputation. My dog went to a better place. Oh, it's time for the weird news. 
And and we have uh, I, I I was gonna say we have a weird uh, celebrity judge, but that that's harsh. And I don't know you enough to judge you, Mike. But uh, thank you for calling in. You doing okay? Oh yeah, I'm doing fine and everything. You know. Did you have a good Friday? A good week? Oh, uh, I've been having uh, you know somewhat uh, kind of a so-so week. I uh, came down with that 24-hour bug. You know that. Stomach flu that I had early in the week, which is, oh, I can't stand. Oof. Yeah, and it cost me one day a job. I had to stay home, and I was in bed lying like a stricken invalid, you know. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, yes, but now I'm feeling better, though, and uh, today I know it's been kind of a turbulent week for a lot of stories making news and everything, especially here in the state, though, which yeah, the Tim Potter case, which I find quite unique, you know. It's yeah. uh yeah it it has been an active week for news and and for yeah. weather. But I appreciate uh, you joining us. You know how this works. You're going to hear three weird stories. All you have to do, Mike, is choose the weirdest of the three. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Sure. All right. Thank you. Hang tight, um, DJ. Why don't you read your headline and story? You go first. Uh, okay. My headline is, eh, I'd still eat it. This story is about a gal named Megan Condry, who's from Washington, D.C., and she has intentionally been keeping a McDonald's cheeseburger initially as an experiment, but then she forgot about it. And after five years, yes, five years, she discovered that that cheeseburger, that experimental cheeseburger, was still in her wardrobe. It fell out of a box as she was looking for Christmas ornaments. And she reports that, uh, you know, contrary to what she thought, it didn't really smell like anything. And it actually looked the same as the day she bought it. No. With one exception, it was rock hard like a hockey puck. She said she probably could have smashed a window with it. Now, she wrote a post on this online. And McDonald's actually attempted to explain the situation, saying that in the right environment, our burgers and most of our other foods do decompose like other food, but in order to decompose, they need certain conditions, specifically moisture. So apparently, McDonald's says if there would have been some moisture in the wardrobe, the burger would have decomposed. But I feel like that's a problem, that five years later, the burger looks the same as the day Megan purchased it in New York or in, in Washington, D.C. five years ago. Cockroach-proof burgers. <laughs> yeah. So if you need a hockey puck, just uh, yeah. go get a cheeseburger from McDonald's, stick it in your wardrobe for five years, and then you'll have one. I worked at Mickey D's. I, I, I never <laughs> conducted that experiment. Do you have though. some fries in your uh, you know, no, in your garage no, somewhere or something? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. That's, that's troubling. JP, speaking of troubling, welcome, JP. Hey, thanks. That just reminded me. I got some gum under the table here. Hold on. Oh yeah, there you go. A snack anywhere you go. Don't do it. Don't it do it. Hard. Yeah, don't don't put that in your mouth. All right. Here come uh, the headline. Yes. He came to a dead stop. A dead body rolled out of a stolen mortuary van as an Atlanta huh. man sped away from a crematory parking lot Wednesday and led police on a chase through Georgia. Authorities said Kijan Griffin, 23, remains on the loose and is wanted for several felonies. The Conyers Police Department said when Griffin stole the mortuary van to escape pursuing police, a body on a gurney rolled out of the open back hatch 
and into the parking lot where it came to arrest, police said. Personnel on site were able to secure the body. Stan Henderson, the owner of the van and of the mortuary in Stockbridge, told Fox 5 Atlanta that it's ridiculous that a, even the dead can't get arrest. Police chased Griffin from the city of Conyers to DeKalb County, where the van became disabled after striking multiple vehicles and blowing a tire. The suspect then fled the van and ran into a nearby wood line. Police searched the area but were unable to locate Griffin. Oh, God. It's like weekend at Bernie's. I just, yeah, that, <laughs> please, please Good movie. when I go, just put me in the ground quickly. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you, JP, I think. Mm-hmm. So mine, here's mine. Uh, let's clone Fifi and Fido. We love our dogs and cats. They are members of our family. Texas-based Viagen cloned Barbara Streisand's dog, Sammy, back in 2018. She got two exact copies of her pet, Miss Violet and Miss Scarlet. Now, the cloning process starts with a small skin sample that can be taken from the animal when it's alive and then stored to use later or within five days after your favorite pet dies. How much is cloning your pet going to set you back? Well, Viagen charges $35,000 for cats, $50,000 for a dog. And the company also charges $1,600 to preserve your pet's DNA and an annual storage fee of $150 per year. By the way, uh, the pet will look identical to your favorite pet, but the personality of your clone pet may not be identical. That's one of the complaints from people who've cloned their pets. Your results may vary. The Humane Society doesn't recommend cloning your pet, reminding us there are millions of animals out there that need good homes. So, uh, let's go around the horn one more time. Headline, JP. He came to a dead stop. Oof. DJ. Eh, I'd still eat it. <laughs> and mine. Hey, let's clone Fifi and Fido. <laughs> oh, God people who have more money than sense (laughs) oh so there you go uh mike and woodbury three troubling stories do you have a favorite what's the weirdest well what's the weirdest i think is that um you know um people what i think is that um people are still um upset over the with the way how things are going with the, the city and stuff i mean here in the twin cities with the way how I mean, with the crime going up and everything, you know, why are people faulting, you know, the George Floyd incident and now, and now we just got off the Kim Potter case and it seems like things will never end. It's like, when is the city, the Twin Cities will ever come to a complete peace uh, process or whatever? When will crime go down? Yeah, I mean, I've I, been in I the, hope the, soon. Hey, um, yeah. what... Back on track, those three stories, is there one that stands out that, that you like more than the other? I kind of like, well, since I've been in the experience in public service, I like when um, the, I mean, uh, about the mortuary, the hearse getting stolen or whatever, oh, about the yeah. person on the run. I mean, that's just so bizarre. <laughs> How can someone yeah, in like that take that? I mean, go to great lengths to go on the run they have to steal a hearse and then the deceased corpse gets yeah sub- subsequently dragged out i mean come on how 
yeah. low can people get? I've dealt with people who were real problematic in their time, but yeah, I mean that's beyond low. Mike, which I didn't. Mike and Woodbury. <laughs> I think you. Mike's trying to filibuster our show. <laughs> Mike, <is it? laughs> thank, thank you, though, Mike. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Wow. Okay, and thank you, JP. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. You win nothing but my love and admiration. <laughs> Which is worth a buck two ninety eight. Yeah. Um, when we come back, Mike Max. Let's see if he filibusters. Maxie's up next. Here to talk sports, along with the occasional rant about traffic and other stuff. It's Mike Max. Now joining Paul and Jordana. Maxi Sports brought to you by the John Schuster Group, Caldwell Banker Real Estate. I am so excited to talk about. Twins baseball, and I was a little bummed, Maxie, um, yesterday, they they talked for, what, 15 minutes, uh, Major League Baseball, trying to talk with the Players Association about ending the lockout, and again, it just lasted 15 minutes. That That's not a terribly good sign that, that they're incentivized to get this thing done, is it? No, I think they'll get it done. I don't. I don't think it's going to be overwhelming in terms of getting it done. Um, but but um, what bothers me a little bit is they're still in the kind of bob and weave and you know take a jab and move back and you know, all that stuff right now as opposed to sitting down and really trying to hammer it out. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that this would be the week that they'd start to sit down and go, okay, you know, we, we know we can make this work. Let's sit down and just get this done because that's all they have to do. It's it's not as complicated as it seems when there's that much money out there. Um, they should be able to sit down and figure this thing out. And and they clearly, when they only meet for 15 minutes, they're they're not at the point on on either side where they feel that it's uh, pertinent that they sit down and say. Because as soon as they sit down and say, "Let's hammer this thing out," it'll get done in 24 hours. It always does, you know, and. Um, uh, it'd be interesting to know also right now with the, with all the free agents sitting out there, um, you know, you're not supposed to you you can't have communication, you know, with between uh, uh, general managers and, and players. And but it'd be interesting to find out what's going on behind the scenes there too, because once they get this thing done, uh, there's going to be teams that that are going to try hard to sign guys. And um, uh, Terry Steinbach was on last week and he was talking about one of the labor impasses. All of a sudden, it got done. You weren't supposed to have talked to anybody, and Albert Bell signed with the White Sox like in 30 minutes, you know? <laughs> it's like, well, how yeah. they get that thing done so quickly? So so the GMs and whatnot got to, got to be on top of their game, too, because they got to know what the numbers are coming out of this to sign some additional players. Hey, talk to us about the uh, the Gophers, uh, the men's hockey uh, playing Penn State this evening, right? Yeah. 5.30? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they still got a chance at the... Um, uh, at the Big Ten title because they, they swept Ohio State last week who was in first place. Michigan sitting there as well. Penn State, uh, talking to Bob Motsko the other day, the head coach, the Minnesota Gophers, he, you know, this is one of the fun places to play, uh, in, in the Big Ten. They've created a, quite an ambiance there. They get after it pretty good. Uh, Penn State, they, I don't have to tell you this, Bob, but it's kind of strange to me. Maybe you can explain it. Football, I mean, obviously off the charts. Uh, hockey, they do really well. It's a smaller building. Basketball, Nothing. Crickets. They they, yeah. they just don't show up, and they got a beautiful arena. Maxie, one of the donors who's done very well, an yep. entrepreneur, put in I don't know tens of millions, maybe a hundred million dollars, to to build this state of the art hockey arena, and that changed everything. Suddenly, you got the facility. Okay, 
Now you can get the coaches. There's enough money to bring in talent. Yep. So one person, to my knowledge, stepped up big time, wrote a huge yeah, check. Yeah, wasn't it the Buffalo Sabres owner or something yes. like that? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yep. and, and, and boom, it's white out, et cetera. But, but they've got a beautiful basketball arena, too, and nobody shows up for those games. Yeah, we just, yeah, we, we didn't get the basketball gene for some reason. Yeah, and they beat the Gophers pretty good yesterday. Yeah. Beat them by 21, you know. How did that happen? Hey, what else are you tracking here? What's going on this weekend we should know about? Um, let's see. We got I, I got the high school show tonight, so we're doing a story on, uh, uh, I think I mentioned the other day, at Como Park, this, this girl, Ronnie Porter, she's five feet, two and a half inches, and she scored 41 points last week. She's outstanding. That's Her mom, amazing. Orlando England, is the head coach out there. They had a huge win against Minnehaha Academy, 77-76 the other night. But more, it's about how, how does she do what she does, and, 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 and somebody that really doesn't pay any attention uh, to limitations, it's, it's give me the ball and let me compete, and it's uh, I just get the biggest kick out of kids when I when I meet them like that. That they that you know every once in a while you meet that kid that just says, "Don't tell me I'm short," so I'm gonna <laughs> tell you I'm good. You know, uh, there's some big high school matchups tonight: Park Center against the yeah. Tino Grayson boys basketball, uh, Shakopee against Farmington. Farmington has been I don't know. I mean, they, they, they have really they had a close game with Rosemont the other night, but. They have just blown off some teams off the court that are pretty good, and they have just come from nowhere and been uh, uh, a tornado here over the last uh, couple of months. And then you've got section finals for girls hockey as well. Mike Max, have a great weekend, my yeah, friend. Yeah, you, you too. You doing something fun this weekend, or are you working twenty four seven? Speaking tomorrow at the University of St. Thomas for a class with uh, one of my old colleagues, and then Pete Nigerian and I will be back on Sunday with the show, and I'll try to do some fun stuff in between. Awesome. Hang in there, Mike. Yeah, you Thank too. You. We'll be right back. Stick around. Some uh, hot headlines. We'll have the latest next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.